Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good evening to welcome to another edition of the Houston Round Bar Review presents Folks Talking Sports on Twitter here at Folks Talk Sports on the Houston Round Bar Review YouTube channel. I am Chris Gardner, owner, co-founder of the Houston Round Bar Review that's been around longer than my colleagues here have been alive, been around since 1994. In the middle on the screen there, if you're watching, because if you're listening on, on the podcast platform, you'll just listen to us and enjoy it that way, is Andy Yanez. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Chris. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. And then next is James Mueller. How are you, sir? Doing well. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. See, James is the sports editor of the Daily Cougar, the University of Houston school paper. And Mr. Yanez is a recent UH alum and currently working for the community newspaper, Paul Samajama. What else are you doing, Andy? What else? What else you got? <laughs> Perfect segue for Let's Reach Cougs. That'll be coming back uh, immediately following after the UH UTSA game next Saturday. Um, and we do have a new commercial for that. I won't play it right now, but something will pop up uh, later down the line. And I've sh- and shared, shared your commercial, <clears throat> the latest commercial on two of the popular UH fan face group, Facebook groups, Coog's House and Coog Nation. Got folks looking forward to it. You can catch the post-game show for Less Rage Coogs, the unofficial post-game show for UH Athletics specifically UH football and UH men's basketball. And Andy, we're aiming at probably, the game is at 2.30 Saturday? Correct. Right? 2.30 mm-hmm. kickoff on CBS Sports <coughs> Network. So figure roughly, let's say four hours per game. So around 6.30, 6.45 for the post-game show to start, right? Correct. Anybody going to join you to chop it up? Uh, we're we're working on it. We're trying to get back the old crew when it comes to Dayon and, and uh, Akib that we have uh, for the men's basketball run during their tournament. And obviously, of course, you two have open invites to join whatever James will be in San Antonio um, for the UTSA game. So a lot of excitement. And looking forward to it. And, and as Andy just said, James will be at uh, the game in San Antonio. Have you guys, either of you guys seen a, a line on the game point spread? You wait favorite by how many? I think it was four uh, and a half. Four. Yeah, that's what I saw from ESPN. It was about four and a half, but I can uh, wow, that's kind of low. Interesting, but okay. What does that say about What do you think that says? Either about UH or UTSA? Yeah, the spread currently is four and a half. Um, hmm. Houston's favored. Uh, this is we're talking about ranked Houston coming into the season. They're ranked in both polls, so yeah. I think it's interesting. I think one, it it, it kind of um, at least when you look at it from a national perspective, it shows that Houston's still uh, probably a little bit wait and see when it comes to at least in, in Vegas and the people that are tasked with creating those spreads, um, maybe not necessarily fully bought into the successful season they had a year ago. Honestly, it could also mean uh, the the strong season that UTSA had because they, they didn't have a, a bad year. They were also 12-2, and two, and obviously they're bringing in a lot of talent, including their quarterback, so they're not going to be necessarily a team that is just going to roll over on Saturday. It'll be interesting. James, what do you think about Saturday's upcoming matchup for the Cougs? Yeah, I think it speak, uh, the line at least speaks more to respect for UTSA, less about <clears throat> Uh, from my count, UTSA returns nine of their 11 starters on um, offense. Um, the only ones they're missing is left tackle, which is 
important, but they got a guy to fill that. And then um, they're a running back who will be, that will be a bigger uh, miss just because he's the two, two-time reigning um, Conference USA Offensive Player of the Year. Um, but like Andy said, they got their quarterback back. Um, so that a school record for passing last year also rushed for close to 600 yards. Um, so they, the, and they got their top three receivers back. So they've got a lot of talent on offense. And then on the defensive side, UTSA uh, was really good against the run last year. Um, and they should be solid this year against the past. They struggled a lot, gave up a lot of big plays, but they brought in a bunch of transfers in the secondary that they believe will just, you know, bolster that unit and help them, you know, improve on that side. So I think uh, it, it just shows the respect for UTSA, um, you know, only having them favored to lose by four and a half. Where would you guys say are the weaknesses for this UH football team going into the season? I think cornerback's a big question mark. Um, obviously, losing guys at, with the caliber of uh, Pepe Williams and Marcus Jones is a big blow. Um, the good news for UH, UH is they got guys like Art Green, Alex Hogan, and Jace Rogers who have a lot of experience playing at the college level. It's just it's hard to see if you can expect them to match up to the level of play we've been accustomed to seeing from Pepe and Marcus um, the past couple of years. So I'd say that's one of the biggest issues. And then the right tackle position has been a point of emphasis Dana's talked about. Um, there's two transfers, one from um, uh, Texas and one from, I think, Middle Tennessee is where he was from. That will One of those two will likely get the nod as starter, but that's definitely an area of interest to see you know how that goes um and if they can sort of piece together that five or they're going to have to change around that uh starting five up front a lot Andy, what would you say no exactly uh mirror the comments that james said when it comes to uh the cornerbacks for houston and and exactly to the same points that james mentioned just because of uh the two key players that they lost uh from last season and demarion williams and marcus jones um, I guess if I'd have to throw out another position out there, and <clears throat> not, it, you could say running back, and and obviously, of course, the big reason why is because they've lost Alton McCaskill um, to the injury, and he's not expected to to play at all this season. Um, although they they have pushed Dana Hogerson on it, and um, it doesn't look like he's going to play, but you never know. Um, it doesn't look like he will. But obviously, of course, that that means that a lot of the attention, a lot of the carry goes to Tejon Henry uh, to be the lead back. And obviously, of course, behind him, um, they have a lot of um, players. Uh, the main one or the one that will probably attract the most eyeballs for Houston fans, uh, Brandon Campbell, the transfer from USC. Um, and they'll be excited to see what, what he can bring to the table. But I think for the most part, that backfield uh, has a lot to prove. And that's probably another area where if you'd have to pick that, that's uh, on offense, at least that's probably a position that a lot of Houston fans are, are going to keep their eye on uh, early, at least early on in the season. And um, I'm noticing I'm checking here, even though it was scheduled to be on our Folk Talk Sports account, I don't see it on there, any link to it, which is kind of surprising. I'm not sure what's going on, if there's an issue with seeing our connection in Twitter this evening, which would be a shame. But if you're listening, uh, watching us on YouTube or Facebook, you could just listen to it later on on Spotify, Art Radio, or um, Apple Podcasts. So unfortunately, I'm maybe technical difficulties because everything is scheduled correctly and all those good things. But hey, live TV, 
things happen, you know, it works because we are live. Looks like everywhere else, but just not on Twitter, which is kind of disappointing. But uh, okay, sorry for that. Something out of our out of our hands, but let's keep on moving. James, you were where were you Friday evening, James Mueller? At Cage Rage, which is the big like pep rally for to kick off the football season. How was it, in your opinion? It was good. The turnout was really nice among the students. It's typically a good turnout. It was larger than I expected from what I was told. I didn't get an exact number, but it was over 4,000 students. And I told both of you this, but one of the big positives was for each student to get in, they had to register for set up their student ticket account. Um, and we've talked about on previous shows how that sort of student tickets have been an issue. You know, people don't really know how to do it and stuff. And they've also simplified that process and streamlined it to make it uh, I think just two clicks to claim a ticket. So that was uh, a positive in terms of that. Um, and then, you know, Chris Pesman, the AD and Dana spoke to the uh, Cougar Pride, which is like the donor group. Um, they spoke to them in the club area, um, got some good, some good information from that. And then, you know, the, the captains of the team and Dana spoke to the students and then they had a, uh, Paul Wall, EXO, and Bun B uh, perform the new intro song thing um, that's you can find on any social media platform right now. Um, so it was it was a fun night and um, you know got some good information out of it. What do you think about the song, James? I, I thought it was nice. I liked it. Andy, how about you? Absolutely, it's uh, it. This is probably the the most exciting and and the the best intro that they've had certainly since I've been around covering the University of Houston. And I've sent it to uh, my friends, old heads like me, and only one person, only one friend didn't like it. He was like, eh. <laughs> my other friends are like, I'm hyped. I'm ready for the season. Let's go. This is good. So just one out of 10 was like, meh. But yeah, uh, there is Mr. Gibson in the airport. Let's get him in real quick before he gets his flight. How are you, sir? Willie Gibson, how are you? Good, gentlemen. How about you? Doing pretty well. Where are you headed? Home. Headed back to the Seahawks. And where are you right now? Uh, Charlotte. Charlotte, North Carolina. What time's your flight? Uh, 8.40. So you got me pretty much the whole time. As long as you need me. Okay. All right. Well, did you just hear what we talked about there about uh, UH football? Has has a nice hype video featuring Paul Wall and Bun B. That's that's nice. I was surprised. Andy, you are not gonna try to pull it up at all, man. Maybe play a few seconds up before we, we don't so we don't get in trouble. Uh, we could, let me uh It's on it's see. on YouTube, Will, so you know it's 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 all good if we don't because we don't want to play the whole I think it's like two minutes and twenty seconds or so. It's I think it's a pretty good song. Kind of yeah. curious what a gentleman your age thinks about it you know because it's not really for our age group and demographic but yeah. the youngsters like it you know so we'll we'll see if andy's able to pull it up a little bit it's on youtube last check we saw earlier today it was unlisted on youtube oh here we go so and now that, that we have it ready we can uh oh no i lost it give me a second okay Hey, it's, 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 it's live. We're dealing with technical difficulties on Twitter and, and elsewhere, so it, it's all good, man. I see it on Twitter, no, but it's I not got showing it. on Twitter. Okay, here we go. 
What it do? We coming through. It's Powell and I'm with the crew. Red and white, we here to fight. Spirit of Cougars are on cue. To the game, we keep it true. Break them off, I thought you knew. The whole squad about to be on the news. But breaking news ain't nothing new. See, they can't handle this Houston heat. X and O's, XO on the beat. Cougar sign, it's game time. So rub the pause, we coming to eat. Where's Shasta, that boy beast? Where's Sasha, we about to f- And that, that's the gist of it. what do you think, Will? Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, you know. So, Andy, James, if two older men, gentlemen like me, like it, you must be doing pretty good. <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, I like it. And uh, let me see if I got the info on it. If I can read it real quick. Let's see here. I got it because I want to touch on a few things. The song was revealed Friday night as part of as James James touched on uh, Cage Rage. Uh, got a quote from Paul Wall. A little tidbit for you, Mr. Gibson, you may not know. Quote from Paul Wall. I take a lot of pride in representing for my alma mater. To be able to make a fight song, theme song for my school is tremendously sentimental. Cool thing is, another cool thing, the video was directed and filmed by the Houston football creative staff. And produced by Houston Football Assistant Director of Creative Media Adrian Romero, and edited by Director of Creative Video Daryl Grant. So it's it's in-house, Will. In-house production. Thoughts on that? Uh, I'll keep them to myself. No, I'll say it. I'll say it. That's that's great that they had in-house production for that. But where's the hype videos? Letting everybody know they play on Saturday. See, that's where I was going to go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. So I, I was going to go. It's great to see that. Uh, let me get the names right. Adrian and Daryl. Thank you. I'm not sure how long they've been on staff. Maybe they're just new. Recently hired. I'm not sure. If Andy and James know that, please enlighten me. Enlighten Will. But to me, y'all raised the bar. Okay. So you've done something like this. A great hype video. What else? What next? Y'all got skills. I see it. Old folks like me like it. What else you going to do? What else you got lined up for the week, for the season? Yes, sir. I have a question. So was that posted on the Houston football Twitter feed? Yes. What was the, what was the, what was the tweet after that? And when was it? Andy, what was that tweet after that? That's a good question. It was tweeted Friday. Was it Friday or Saturday? Friday evening, right? It was tweeted yesterday. 10 in the morning yesterday. Okay, it was tweeted Saturday. Saturday at and 10 in the morning. Posted on YouTube as, as unlisted link, which I'm not sure if they've changed it, made it public. Yeah, after it was a little like poster they made of Clayton Toon, Tank Dell, and Derek Parrish, three of the captains with, uh, you know, it's football begins next Saturday and it's got the schedule at the bottom. Okay. okay. And that's a retweet of Renew Couture, correct, James? Yes, I think so. So since then they've had, yeah, they had they've a, retweeted a lot, and then they, they had they a have game one. week post this afternoon um, saying it's game week, and then has you know two thirty kickoff week GSA week on Saturday. Okay. Okay. So it's it's a step in the right direction. You know, I think we'll, we'll say that, and, and just 
pump them up like that. It's a step in the right direction. And keep it going. Keep keep adding to the content. Keep producing hype videos. Keep letting fans know about it because James, I'm not sure you know Will was what this just yet. How many season tickets have been sold so far? Just over twenty thousand, according to Chris Pesman. Um, but he said, like I tweeted, he would like that number to be bumped up to between twenty five and twenty seven. Um, they had opportunities for the Cougar Pride members to, you know, purchase more tickets and stuff um, at the event at Cage Rage. Um, so they're still, you know, trying to bump that number up. But twenty thousand was more than I thought at this point. So, so Will, what what do you say about that? Twenty thousand nice. for for UH. Capacity is forty. Twenty? Huh? Yeah, Capacity it's half. 40? Yeah, so it's half the stadium basically. That's not okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. With it. So they're getting there, Will. Oh, we lost you. Yeah. No, no, no. We're here. We're here. Okay. All right. Let's see. Okay. Did Chris Pesman say anything about uh, how they're going to get those other five to seven thousand? Not, not specifically. No. Um, I mean, the main thing, one thing that they were emphasized. Um, was specifically not not exactly the addition but actually using them because it's one thing to have the numbers sold but to actually use the tickets rather than let them go to waste so like dana chris pesman they were all like you know telling these members of the cougar pride like you're not going to the game sell your tickets give them away do something because the twenty thousand, even if you get that up to 25 if not everyone's using them then it's Sure, you, you get the money, but like it's not going to look good on TV with half the stadium empty. And that's the issue. That that is the rub, and and that's where UH has to get. As I stick with it, more and more fans need to come see Houston play, not just the opponent. I would so, be curious. I would be curious as to. In comparison, number of season ticket holders, purchasers, and other schools in the Big Twelve. Just as a comparison, I would be, that would, I would be curious to, to see that. Uh, we if can look into if that's available. Yeah, uh, you can look into it. At the bottom end, yeah, you wait near the bottom in attendance. Just for that, we know we're not sure about season tickets and number of season ticket holders, things like that. But in terms of attendance, home game attendance. U8s is is at the bottom. So I think what is it? Kansas maybe was next. Guys, I think that was right. So yeah, it, mm -hmm. it's not. It's not. It's, it's room for improvement. Let's <laughs> just put it like that. Room for improvement. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things, and um, alums are waiting for it. They they say they're you know they're hyped for the Big Twelve, which is good. But again, see football team, UH football team play, not just waiting on the opponents in Big 12 competition. You need to see, come support your alma mater. That is the issue right there. So we'll try that and hopefully things will get better and just go from there. Because a few other things, Willie Gibson, James Janez, Andy Janez, James Mueller, here we go combining names all right 
as my two young colleagues reminded me, but I'm also going to mention a couple of things. We got coaches shows. Kids of season of college football. First up this Thursday, the Dana Hogerson radio show returns this season. Starts this Thursday, September 1st. The coaches show will air, and this is in person, will run through the end of the season, and the show will air in front of a live audience. Well, you got to say live, like, you know, I mean, it's going to be a little wood, little Woodrose on Shepherd from 7 to 8 p.m. You can also hear it on KPRC 950. Fans can submit questions by tweeting them to the UH football Twitter account, which is at UH Cougar FB. Just a note, important note, with game taking place on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday throughout the season, the schedule for the coaches show will adjust week to week based on the game for that week. Another coaches show. I'm going to test my young colleagues. The fifth season of Dunleavy family head football coach. Who is the Dunleavy, Dunleavy family football coach? James, Andy? I have no idea. That is Rice head football coach, Mike Bloomgren. The Dunleavy family is a sponsor. So what is what is the term I'm trying to say? Well, Coach Bloomgren has his salary being paid by the Dunleavy family, basically. A donor, okay? yeah. So that's how he that's his title. The official title is Dunleavy Family Head Football Coach Mike Bloomgren. Okay, it's not just Rice Head Football Coach, it is the Dunleavy Family Head Football Coach. His coaches show will begin tomorrow, Monday, August 29th, at the Acme Oyster House, which is the new official home for the Coach Bloomgren show. So fans have several options to tune into the show. They can download the Owls mobile app. They can also tune in at riceowls.com, as well as catch it on the Varsity Network. And the Varsity Network is also the same way you can catch the Coach Hogerson show. So it's also going to be on. So we've got the Varsity Network, the coaches show for Coach Hogerson and Coach Bloomgren. Tis the season. And also, Will, you'll be thrilled about this. James, Andy reminded me I forgot about it because he didn't really do a great job promoting it. But Coach Hogerson's media availability will air again this season on ESPN+. The press conferences will be streamed live at 11 o'clock. James, will you be there? Yep. Starting tomorrow, Monday, August 29th. So you can catch it also airing on ESPN+. Plus. So there we go, Will. Coach Hogerson's media availability, weekly sessions will air on ESPN+. Plus, and I assume, hopefully, that they will also be available later on the UH Cougars Athletic YouTube account. Is that how it works, James, Andy? Typically, yes. Um, I know last season they had some technical difficulties with some of them, so like the recording really didn't happen. But for the most part, yeah. So okay, so that's a good deal. So we can, so I can, if I have time, I got a meeting tomorrow at eleven tomorrow. Uh, but Coach Hogerson media sessions will be available on ESPN Plus, 
And a little side note there, if you don't have ESPN Plus, you can go to my website, HoustonRonBarview.com, and get the Disney bundle, which gets ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu, because some folks talk about the price increase for ESPN Plus. I think it's 10 bucks a month now. The bundle for all three of those channels, platforms, is $13.99. So Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus as a bundle. Put my site for that. All right. So, Will, thoughts on Coach Hogerson being on ESPN Plus for the media sessions? That's, that's a good step. That's a good step. You know, uh, promoting the program, availability, exposure. So, that's, I mean, you never can go wrong with something like that. So, I'm interested to see how that flows. I'm interested to see technical difficulty change. What were the technical difficulties last year that they had with that? If you, if yes. You, if you know, some of them, like the ESPN Plus link, just wouldn't work. So there was like two or three of those where simply it just didn't end up being streamed. They still had the press conference and everything, but ESPN Plus, if you went onto the site, it would just say like this event's about to begin soon, but it never began. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully they, they worked that out throughout the season and it was pretty consistent the latter half of the season. So hopefully last year they you know was the year that they got to troubleshoot all that and then it will just run smoothly this year hopefully it works and i i did a i figured out one way to post the uh, show tonight's show on the, the folks talk sports twitter account not sure again why i didn't go directly like the usual but uh, we got some folks tuning in at folks talk sports on twitter thank you for tuning in for that so you can watch this on the YouTube channel at Houston Round Bar Reviews YouTube channel and also Folk Talk Sports Twitter. Andy, it's kind of a little midway point of our show. Give the fans a little taste, my man. With your commercial coming up. We'll do. Like I said, we are, I guess, now six days away. We might be in the middle of our very first post game show of the season. And um, I will do it. Ad number three. Welcome to another episode of Mets Rage Coop. I think he had what, eight assists today. And Chris, joining us on the show, Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review. Last two games, he's been great. Only thing I'll tell you, he'll be great again. That's immediately following the September 3 game between Houston and UTSA. And hopefully we'll have some clips of Jane Alverson and incorporate soon. That way we can uh, get more diversity and create a, a very true intro for it. But like we've been saying, September 3, uh, probably around 10, 15 minutes following the UH-UTSA game. Very good, man. Well, you see that? He's got music playing in the background. You know, all this technology for youngsters today, man, is something else, man. <laughs> Hey, big ups, big ups on the primary sponsor, man. That's huge. Yep. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So that's that's a positive. That's another reason why I wanted to do that for tonight. So a little teaser there for the sponsor for the upcoming Let's Rage Cougs starting this Saturday, September 3rd. Game on CBS Sports Network. If you don't have that, I'm not really sure what other platforms you can go. Oh, I got some questions for you guys. Speaking of the game, any word yet? about watch parties in town where the game will be shown um maybe like little woodrows i don't know but have you heard anything <laughs> about that just yet 
Well, I haven't heard any specifics, but on uh, Tank Dell, Nathaniel Dell's um, NIEL post that he, he shared, I can't remember if it was yesterday or re recently shared, apparently uh, Little Woodrose is, is being the official um, game day headquarters. They, they used the tagline where it made it seem like well, they were encouraging people to go out and watch games at Little Woodrow's location, but I haven't seen anything specific about uh, whether it's like a UH watch party or, or anything like that. How about you, James? Have you heard anything about watch parties? Yeah, like Andy said, that was one of the only things I've heard. I would assume Star Pizza would have the game on just because they have so many <coughs> deals with football players. Um, but I haven't seen anything like, you know, the official place. But like like Andy said, Tank Bell advertised for Little Woodrow's and then Star Pizza is probably the other place. And hopefully, I mean, it's just Sunday. Hopefully this week there will be some announcements about watch parties in Houston, San Antonio. You know, got alums in, in San Antonio as well to watch the game, if not in person, at some place, some spots in San Antonio. Hopefully that will be out there. Announcements, press releases, things of that sort. Hint, hint to our UH marketing department. Get that, make that happen. Um, okay, I'm going to toss this out there as well. James, have you heard anything about any bus trips for UA students, fans, alums from here to the game in San Antonio? I have not. Typically, I'll, like, I'll receive an email as a student that will say, and it will be you know a couple weeks in advance, that we're offering this package. Um, they did it for the Final Four. They did it for the bowl game, um, the Birmingham Bowl last year. Or not the Final Four, sorry, the Elite Eight uh, Sweet Six team last year and then the Birmingham Bowl. Um, but I have not been given any info um, or received any emails that they are planning on doing that. Um, so I, as of now, to my knowledge, there isn't a way for, I mean, other than students, you know, physically driving themselves down there, there isn't like a mass transportation system that will uh, bring a bunch of UH students down the road to uh, San Antonio. Andy, what are your thoughts on that? No, absolutely. Um, I think similar, especially in the past years, like James said, um, they've done a good job of being able to rally when it comes to big time uh, games where there's like postseason, obviously, like James mentioned with the men's basketball teams in the past. But I don't know. I think for this upcoming season, there needs to be a, a build up, a, a bigger build up. Uh, and again, I know it's UTSA, but even then, they have two great non-conference opponents where they're in-state, and especially week two against Texas Tech, that's going to be another that it would be interesting if, if they weren't able to, to put together packages because, one, well, Texas Tech is going to be an opponent you're going to see very often for the next who knows how many years now that they're going to be together in the Big 12 team. Well, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think it's, do you think it's a missed opportunity? Um, <clears throat> I was kind of shocked. I, I just assumed that Houston opened at home. So this is at UTSA? Yes, right. at the Alamo Dome. Okay. Um, first two games no, on the road. First two games. First two games on the road. Yes, sir. And that's back-to-back. -back. That happened uh, last year, too, although it was technically a neutral side game to open the season and then at Rice for week two. So they never have to leave the city, oh. city but it wasn't at TDECU. Um, okay. Yeah, that's that. Um, now how far is uh, San Antonio from Houston? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not About three hours, a three, three hour, hour drive. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. 
that's interesting. Uh, missed opportunity? I, I don't know. I mean, would the interest be there if students were provided? Uh, motor coach, transportation, and ticket packages, something like that? Would that would the interest be there? Uh, probably somewhat. Now we get into a question of how many students would take advantage of the opportunity and offer. I mean, I'm good at spending UH money. <laughs> you know, so it's not and, my money. But I look at it like this from the perspective of it's a holiday weekend as well. Hmm. So did that factor into it? And I, I don't know. You, you guys know better, better than I. That, you know, that could be very well be part of it. Hopefully. Well, going to Lubbock is a lot farther <laughs> than going to San Antonio for it for a bus trip so we'll we'll see it's just an opportunity but at minimum hopefully there will be more announcements this week about watch parties in h-town san antonio dallas alumni spot cities all over texas to watch houston kick off the season this saturday september 3rd on the road against utsa and will the, the line for the game is just four and a half mm. So UTSA is coming back with a, I think James said nine of eleven returning starters on offense. They were twelve and two last season, so they got a solid team too. But the line is just four and a half, so it's it's Vegas is not expecting a, a, a route. So, but yeah, and one of our regular commenters, D Skills Ace Town, they haven't announced watch parties. Not we know of. They have not. No, sir. Uh, we think there's going to be a little Woodrow's, but nothing yet. So I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, not be uh, Donald Downer. But, uh, you know, I'm calling my school out, calling marketing out. Season opener. Yes, it's on the road, but that's why you have watch parties. You know, the Cougs football team is ranked top 25 and Nearly every preseason poll, uh, some pretty high, <laughs> you know, mostly 1920. Some as high as what? What was the highest we've seen the Cougs rank? 13. 13 or so. Uh, Tim Brando, where, where did Tim Brando have him? Where, where was, did he have him rank? What was oh, that? yeah, he had him, he had him in the top 10, I think. Yeah, that was really way off. He had him 10, he had <laughs> yeah. him 10 and then because he, then he had the six next out and we discussed like a and not being in there. Like yeah. So, you know, hype up your football team success. Uh, Andy James Will, did you guys see who Kirk Herbstreet says is the most exciting wide receiver in college football this coming season? Yep. Mm-hmm. Will, did you see it? No. Tell him who it is, Andy. Who, who did Herbie say? Houston's Nathaniel Tank Dell. So, Kirk Herbstreet, very prominent college football guy, believes Tank Dell, Houston Cougar wide receiver, Tank Dell, he's the most exciting wide receiver in college football this season. It's time to hype that up. Hype it up. Another reason to have watch parties, people. School. We're just, it's out there. Clayton Toon is expected to have a very big, successful senior year. 
the tune, Dell, Tandem should be should put up big numbers this season. Right, right, right. Andy James, hype this up, pump this up. You have watch parties. You get your fans hyped up about what we think should be a win on Saturday. Get them. You get some UH merch at the spot. You get them ticket. Oh, licensed jerseys. Card, licensed jersey, ticket, ticket cards, reminders. Hey, these are home games for the season. Okay, I mean, come on, people. Make it, you know. Take advantage of the success, the expected success of the football team this year. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm just putting it out there. Well, I mean, you guys in Columbus, I don't have these issues. Um, no, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm like watch parties. We don't, I'm not familiar. In all seriousness. Because y'all are, y'all are all there at the yeah. shoot, you know, <laughs> so at the 100,000 capacity shoot. And, and that, and then you know, local establishments have. I mean, people just know. Hey, I'm going. I'm going to. I don't know. I'm going to the Buckeye Cafe and watch the game. I'm going to Eddie George's and watch the game. I'm going to <laughs> wherever and watch the game. That's why I'm, I don't. I, I don't know. It's, it's an unfamiliar concept. Well, so are, are you saying the school? I'm serious. In all seriousness, yeah. are you saying the school should like publicize? Like, hey, come watch it. Here, I, I, help me seriously, and I'll, I'll seriously. Well, I, I think in, in tandem with a sponsor like the West, the restaurant that we mentioned that James mentioned, Lil Woodrow's, mm-hmm. have an official, as D Skill says, an official spot to watch UH athletics all season. It'd be great if that's a UH alum. You know, like you said, Eddie George. I don't know. I'm not sure if we have a famous UH alum in town who's got a spot to do that. But that's a no-brainer. You know, I'd love for it to get to that point of you don't have to ask where you're gonna be. You know, I'm gonna be Saturday, man. Who's playing? I'm going to so-and-so spot. All right, man. I'll meet you there. That, we're not there yet, Will. I've been there ever. The sale bar. I mean, that's a slippery slope dealing with college athletics. Can you have an official bar? Of Houston athletics, that's kind of a slippery slope to me. To me, didn't they have a sponsorship with uh? I can't remember who it was. Was it Bud Light? They had it a while ago. Um, and I know Little Woodrose. What is Little Woodrose known more as a restaurant? I know their slogan is "Local uh, Watering Hall." It's, it's, a, it's a restaurant. I mean, even there are you know sports bars, sports restaurants, sports eateries. Um, I think more and more colleges are beginning to sell alcohol at stadiums for the revenue. So that's a slippery slope. But I understand what you're saying, Will, but something, a fit, the official spot to watch UH athletics, whatever you want to call it, restaurant, bar, you know, something, just to get to a point where people know we're going to meet at this place to watch the games. And sure enough, Cougs were on the road. Or if we can't make it to TDECU or Partita Center, we're all gonna, it's going to be a big sea of Cougar Red in this in this place. Not there. Yeah. Hopefully they get to that point soon and not just wait for the Big 12 to start. I got questions for you guys. 
I'm reaching out and I got answers back yet. Do you think it makes sense for the Big 12 to have a linear TV network and not just the Big 12 now on ESPN Plus? So would the, the, no, I was going to ask, does is that look more like an NBA TV NFL network type of thing, or what, what would that look like? Well, I mean, you know, it's, we have an, a Big Ten network. We have an SEC network. We have the ACC network. We have, you know, nobody watches it. We have the Pac-12 network. The Big, the Big 12 is the only Power 5 conference that does not have a linear network. No, I think it definitely uh, could be advantageous. Obviously, you can air football stuff, but especially with smaller sports, you're able to promote, you know, the big volleyball match of the week or whatever. You can show that on the Big 12 network or soccer or whatever. So I think it, overall it would be a positive um, for the conference. Now, now, let me toss out, it has to make economic sense. Yeah. I don't know the numbers about all that, okay? That's why I'm trying to ask questions to different people. Who know more about it than I do. There was a reason that they chose ESPN Plus and that platform direct to consumer rather than linear TV. Okay, I'm not sure if ESPN said no. We you, we don't think you guys what deserve warrant linear network. We're gonna go digital for you, whatever. But the Longhorn Network with UT moving to SCC. The Longhorn Network is, is supposedly going to go away. Okay, it's gonna, they're going to roll into the SEC Network. Why not see what can be done to convert the Longhorn Network, because they already have the distribution platforms for it, into the Big 12 linear network? How about that? Makes sense. Andy, James? Yeah, absolutely. Like how you mentioned, Chris, if it make, makes sense from a financial standpoint, is um, is it is the is the Longhorn Network a standalone thing, or is it affiliated with like ESPN or, or a network like that? ESPN paid UT a lot of money for LHN, and it's been a disaster. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I mean that's why Chris uh, Del Conte, the AD of Texas. I mean, I think he called it the uh, UT History Channel because that's pretty much all it is, mm -hmm. you know, is past success for the Longhorns. So he has no problem with the conference, you know, going away, the channel going away and going into the SEC network. I'm not sure it can be done. It's been suggested, discussed. But if the Big 12 was able to do it, have a linear network and take advantage of the space that LHN has, it makes sense. And let me, let, me, let me say this clearly. I'm not talking about the Big 12 agreeing to an ACC deal where we'll give you the Big 12 network and a 20-year deal. Okay? I'm not talking about that. I'm not saying don't get locked in to something that ends in 2044 or, you know, whatever. No, 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 no. It has to make sense for the Big 12. Hopefully, Brett Yormark, Commissioner, is looking into something like that because another reason, another thing about the Big 12 network being linear 
that. The Big 12 has fans who live in rural areas who may not be able to get ESPN Plus. <laughs> but they could get the Big 10 Network if it's so linear TV. I'm just tossing it out there. Like I said, I'm waiting for people to give me answers and say, no, Chris, it can't work. doesn't make sense. Look into it. Okay, that's the case. Fine. But I'm just tossing it out there as a possibility. And then if you do that, then you could grow into like the Big Ten will. Big Ten Network has football games, basketball, men's and women's basketball games, volleyball, everything, wrestling, everything on there. Soccer, everything. So if you do that, why not do it? Why not, why not take advantage of that opportunity if it's there and if it makes sense financially and obviously money. So I'm just I'm just putting it out there, you know. Hey, I'm, you know how we do, Will, Andy, James, just toss stuff against the wall, and see if it sticks. You know, if it sticks, hey, if it doesn't make any sense, I, I put it out there. Don't shoot the messenger, okay? So. I put it out there as an idea, as a suggestion. James, what are you going to ask Coach Holgerson tomorrow? Put me on the spot. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't really thought of much. I spent most of the day writing down a breakdown of the game. Um, I'll see. I'll, I don't have a set question yet. I'll probably see what he says and then have something. I mean, of course. There will be general stuff that I'm sure they'll be asked, like have they decided on the starting right tackle? Um, cornerback depth was an issue, so just sort of how that looks and things like that. Um, if no one asks those questions, then I'll ask those. But then if someone does, then it, I'll just go off of what he says and ask some follow-ups. James, does media get a chance to watch uh, practice? No, we were allowed the first 30 minutes of two fall camp days, and you don't really see much. It's like stretching. It's just warming up. Warming up. <laughs> um, which, a couple of early drills. Yeah, a few early drills, but it's not much. And then during the season, we don't have any access, um, which, I mean, I've talked to a student reporter from across the country, and they typically have a lot more access than that to a lot of practice. <laughs> so it's, it's, I wish UH would allow us to, you know, see some more stuff. But basically, it is. Will, uh, what's the coach's name? What is what is uh, the Buckeyes' philosophy on media watching practice? Is there any access like that? No, not Ryan Day. So, it, so well, during it, camp, there was there was one media day during camp, but outside of that, no. So you know, depends on the coach. <laughs> the coach then. So you know, so that's. If some if some fans are wondering why don't we get more access, well, it depends on the coach what the coach will, will allow media to to look at to see. So there we go with that. Uh, well, I had a question and it just the thought slipped out of my head. What was it, Andy? Anything you want to toss out there? It's like a bidet. Um, oh, I, I got I got one. <laughs> go ahead, Andy. No, go ahead. yeah, you go ahead. You uh, finish your thought. I want to get you guys thoughts on Russell Westbrook. And Patrick Beverly as as uh, temporary teammates because I don't believe it's going to be long term. But what were your thoughts on when you heard about the trade bringing Pat Bev to the Lakers? Uh, I'll take it first. I, uh, and it's a good thing you you prefaced the question by saying temporary teammates. Uh, I think yeah that that's certainly 
probably means that the writing is on the wall for the Lakers in terms of how long they're going to keep Russell Westbrook. I, honestly, I think it's probably a solid move uh, for the Lakers, depending on that whole Russell Westbrook situation, uh, just in terms of the, the guard that Patrick Beverly is. And I think he'd be a really he's a really good fit for a player that can play alongside LeBron um, and, and Anthony Davis. Uh, I think it would be interesting, though, if, if for whatever reason they can't find a suitor for Russell Westbrook and they have to be on the same team for at least you know a portion of the season. That would that would be must see. I know they don't. I don't think they do a hard knocks for the NBA, but the Lakers might might need to have one if, if both Westbrook and, and Beverly are in camp. James, what were your thoughts when you first heard about it? Uh, chaos is going to break loose. I don't see how those two, I mean, start from 2013 when, uh, you know, Beverly uh, and Westbrook, the injury um, in the playoffs to comments that Westbrook has said about Beverly. and I mean, they clearly don't like each other. Um, still today, I don't see how you know, how just on the same team they're gonna just make up easily. I think there's gonna be a lot of issues there. <laughs> what were your thoughts? We talked about it a little bit before your thoughts, man. We talked about it. Three words. Russ is gone. Russ is gone. There's no way. This temporary permanent. No, there's that bad about here tricking people. That right there. That's. I mean, that's not gonna fly. That's still my most popular video on my YouTube channel. Is Russ saying Pat Bear tricked y'all? <laughs> still <laughs> approaching a million views for that comment from going on three years ago. Do you guys perceive the possibility if the Lakers don't find a trade partner for Russ, and it seems like he might be part of a three-way deal, possibly with Lakers, Utah, and the Knicks, but if they don't find a trade partner for Russ? Could y'all see the Lakers doing with Russ what the Rockets did with John Wall and paying him to not play? No, I think they'll buy him out first. Yeah. They'll buy him out. And I don't think Westbrook would be the type of player that would be willing to sit out an entire season either. James, you agree with that? Yeah, I think uh, they're not going to let him just occupy a roster space. They're going to buy it. It's going to be a buyout if something happens. Oh, I don't know. I mean, a buyout means Russ got to give up some money. I don't know. I mean, it's the last year of his contract. $47 million. $47 million. Russ said, look, either y'all trade me. I want my money. <laughs> okay. I didn't tell y'all to trade Pat Bev. He also has to redeem and, and rejuvenate his career. And sitting out of the season is not going to make that happen. Mm-hmm. True, but this same thing happened with John Wall, you know, and ultimately John Wall got money, you know. So, Russ's situation is a little different because he's a free agent next summer. So, I'm kind of curious to see how it's going to play out. Going to get this question back that was in the comment section. James touched on it earlier in the show. Did anyone go to Rage Cage Friday at UH for uh, TD ECU Stadium? James, how many folks would you say attended Rage Cage? Uh, so I was told a little over 4,000 students, then probably 100-ish Cougar Pride members um, in that, so 40, shoot, a 4,500, I'd say, about um, estimate. And But you said that was the most at a rage cage that you've seen. It was, 
right? Definitely more than last year. Um, they didn't have one in 2020 for uh, obvious reasons. Um, and then I was at it my freshman year, but I honestly can't remember how many people were there, but I don't think it was as much um, as a few days ago. Andy, how about you? When you were there at, going to school at UH, you remember anything being larger than 4,000? I do not. I, I can't, like I said, uh, like James said, uh, really the, the time when I was covering them was COVID peak, so I never got to see a, a rage cage. Okay, well, so, so let's think positive and say the 4,000 is an improvement, a sign of things to come for this season. Just got to keep those fans, students engaged in the program. Keep reaching out to them, follow up with them, have them come back to football games this season. James, you touched on a thing that Chris Pez mentioned Friday, that the Big 12 will go, will have um, nine conference games. Yeah, um, he said that no matter how the realignment works with you know, whether Texas will use stay through 2025, if they add a few more teams that um, he's been told that it's set in stone that it will be nine um, conference games. So nine conference games for the, the Cougs in the Big 12. And how many, so it'll be 12 total games for the whole, you know, the entire season. How many games did Penn say for uh, home games at TDECU? They're hoping for seven a year. Um, you'll either get four or five conference games, and then um, you can work your non-conference schedule, try to get, you know, teams to come play you if you um, – only have four home games, and you can try to get all three of your non-conference teams at home. If you have five, then just get two of them to come. But his aim is for seven a year at TDCU. What are your thoughts on that, Andy? Seven home games. That, that would be monumental if you can get them now. Home games, meaning at TDCU, not NRG Stadium. I think that would be really huge, especially um, looking at this season. Actually, let me... Uh, let me double check to see how many home games they, they're going to have this season. Um, but I think the, the more games you can get at TDCU Stadium, the better. Um, it should be six this season, I think. Yeah, they're going to have six home games this season. So it would be give or take on the year, one one extra game than, than they have. Um, at the end of the day, now, if, if they would be able to pack out TDCU, that, that, I mean, that's extra revenue each game. So I think it's it's – big get especially um, when you think about it from the big 12 scenario uh, a lot more local um, universities that, that they're going to be playing against so should be more uh, packed out this once those games start at um, in conference play with the big 12 now joseph duarte the chronicle houston chronicle said that he heard that the cougs first big 12 opponent for next season will be TCU. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Not Texas, TCU. Well, I will say this. So it is confirmed, Pesman said, that the first Big 12 game will be against, uh, or not against TCU. It has, that hasn't been confirmed, but Joseph reported it, and he's pretty appealable. Um, but it's been confirmed that it will be at TBCU. Like, it will be a home game to open up. And when Pesman told the Cooper Pride that, the first person in the crowd screamed, we want UT. So, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you know they want them, but um, getting UT to campus will be harder. Um, but, I mean, I think it 
Texas school is a good look in terms of, you know, trying to establish those rivalries um, and get people excited for, you know, try to build these new in-state rivalries. And what were your thoughts on it being TCU and not Texas? Reportedly. Well, it, obviously, Texas is the kind of the, the golden goose that everyone in Houston wants. That's that's the headliner game. But I think kind of similar along the lines that James said, uh, having the first conference Big 12 game be at TDCU Stadium and against an interstate rival, I think that's going to be pretty big. And I think that's going to be uh, – yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this season goes. But I think certainly it'll be the, the most electric atmosphere at TDU Stadium um, for, for a football game in a, in a very good while, I would say. Uh, more so that it's the first opponent against a Big 12 opponent, and it's a Texas school, be it TCU's, not Texas, but it's a start. And uh, I think it, the fans are excited about it, and obviously it, they're not. The Longhorns are the big goal, but it's a good start. I'm going to show my aides. I'm going to do my get-off-my-lawn old man rant to my young colleagues. I can't stand Texas. I wanted the Cougars to play Texas first game. My my buddies, D-Skills, one of those two, and I, the group chat, we wanted Texas. Okay, we as, yes, I'm putting on my UH alum hat. We want, going to to you, please. Uh, what up? First game, and we know the Longhorns are sore about playing UH on campus because of Bleacher Gate from years ago. Even more reason for them to come to TDCU saying, you're leaving the conference anyway. Y'all got no say. Big 12 say you're going to play Houston at TDCU. That's where you're going to go. That, that, that's what the older alums want. Okay, that is what the older alums want. I'm kind of curious. I'll put this up there. I'm not sure it'll matter for the first home game who the Cougs play, Big 12 opponent-wise, whether it's TCU or Texas, because it'll be the first home game, Big 12 home game for the Cougs. Opponents should not matter in terms of hype. Folks want Texas, okay? But TCU, opponent-wise, you know, the game should be a sellout because it'll be the first Big 12 home game for the Cougs. But in terms of hype, trash talk, uh, alcohol, uh, consumption, all those things, Texas would have would have generated more than TC, TCU. But I digress on that. So, you know, I'm just... And Will's wearing his TCU colors there. I hope he knows that as a, as a Buckeye. <laughs> Mr. Like a horn frog there, Mr. Gibson. <laughs> you weren't. Oh, actually, that's a Northwestern color right there. I'm sorry. You know. Oh, so you take a shot at Scott Frost there, Will, with, with the purple on? Uh, Scott Frost <laughs> has taken shots at himself. <laughs> Onside kicking up 11 in the third quarter. That, that, I digress. I mean... Yeah, that that's it's like he wants to be fired. <laughs> I mean, I mean, momentum you shift. Said that. I didn't say that. Can you? Yeah, can you say momentum shift? I mean, come on, Scott Frost. What? Okay. All right. On that note, we got in a Scott Fro Scott Frost reference in post talkers awards. Willie Gibson. It's football yeah. season. Yeah, the coldest. Yeah, how how do you do? Did you play? I don't know. I I, didn't, I gotta look. I gotta look. Okay. I, I would, I have not seen it. I did not hear his name called. Okay. Well, whatever. All right. Willie Gibson, you're in the airport in Charlotte? Yes. Okay. Go to, go to you first. You wrap it up, close it out for us. How can folks find you on social media? 
appreciate it. They can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Will Gibson Seven, uh, Facebook uh, Will Knows, and uh, the Will Knows Podcast coming soon. WTTSports.com. Looking forward to that. Andy Yanez, you're next, young man. I can folks get in touch with you. You can follow me on Twitter at Aonans underscore five. Also, be sure to follow Launch now, the Let's Rage Coog Instagram account. Uh, be sure to follow us at P A W D S L A M A J A M A at Podslamajam on Twitter. Um, and then, obviously, of course, just continuing to promote Let's Rage Coogs immediately following her. 10, give or take 10 minutes following the University of Houston's first football game against UTSA, September 3rd. Oh. We're excited. Big thing. Okay, Andy froze there for a second. All right. All right, James Mueller, how can people get in touch with you, sir? Yeah, follow me on Twitter at JDM2186, and then be sure to keep up to date with the dailyfigure.com as uh, football season is about to start for all news, UH football-related and athletics in general. And I am Chris Gardner. My Twitter account is ZHRReview. Uh, once again, we apologize for whatever technical glitch with the Folks Talk Sports Twitter account, uh, for, too, which prevented the show from launching on the account this evening automatically. I've looked into that. But I am Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review. Uh, you see, Andy Yanez has a sponsor, primary sponsor for Let's Rage Cougs. Looking for looking secondary for more. and t- secondary tertiary sponsors third. for that. Um, I have a meeting tomorrow. I'll try to get a sponsor for Post Talk Sports for this upcoming season. So hopefully that'll go well. We'll see how that goes. But thank you very much, everybody, for being patient with us. We're on location. We're in airports now doing big things. All over the place. Technology is out there for you to watch Post Talk Sports on YouTube of Houston Ron Bar View Channel. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other podcast platforms as well. Until next Sunday, might be an earlier start time because I have may have evening plans. We're going to discuss that, finalize the details. But follow us again here at Folks Talk Sports for more information about that. As always, Cougs UTSA this Saturday, pick up two thirty Central Time, CBS Sports Network post game show, Let's Rage Cougs. On the which Twitter account, Andy? On the at Pod Jam Twitter account. As well as on the Houston Round Bar View YouTube channel. So check that out. Until next Sunday, everybody take care. Until then, peace.